Episode 101. There are no Dalmatians in this episode. <laughs> Based on the conversation we were having right before we pressed record, your week has not been the most awesome. How are you? Stressed. I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. I'm having my entire bathroom ripped out and redone at this point in time. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, it looks glorious and it's everything <laughs> that I ever dreamed it would be and more. You'll be... Having beautiful, magical, relaxing baths in your brand new, spick and span, super clean bathroom. I got rid of my bath, so I won't be doing that, but I will be having a nice shower. Glorious shower magic. You can hang some eucalyptus from your shower thingy. I've already got that all planned out. I've got my beautiful amber hand soap bottles ready to be ordered off Etsy. So I'm hoping, I'm I'm living in the moment of the gratitude that I... (laughs) can have this work done in my home even if I want to stab every man in my life at this point in time because they're all driving me bananas. Try not to stab anyone because your living accommodations might be less than ideal if you do that. Bathroom will not be nearly as much fun. No, it won't be. They won't rip it out while I'm in it though. (laughs) So I mean, you never know. You do never know in prison what's going to (laughs) happen. How's your week been, Renee? Good. Boring. Pretty boring. I don't know. Normal. Fine. Rub it in. Why don't you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sorry. It's been surprisingly low stress other than imaginary stress I've created for myself. Yes, that's the the kind of stress that we're usually living in. Stress that doesn't (laughs) actually exist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Do you know something that makes me feel less stressed? What's that? Eating delicious food. What are you eating this week, Renee? I made, on the blog this week, barbecue chicken dip. Oh, tell me more about that. So it's a hot, cheesy, cream cheese-based dip with chicken, Mm. obviously, and a shit ton of barbecue sauce. Also, like, you know, cheddar cheese and ranch dressing. Mm. Every time I make one of these cheesy dips, my husband's like, this is the best dip you've ever made. So this time he said that again, and I was like, you always say that. And he was like, no, this one really is the best. There's no way to know which one is the best because he says everyone is the best. But it is really good. If you obviously, if you don't like barbecue sauce, yeah. you won't like it. But it's kind of that sweet and smoky um, flavor. Use your favorite barbecue sauce because it's predominant, but it's just gooey and cheesy. And yes, that is just what we had for dinner. Amazing. That sounds so good. I love a little chip and dip action. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. What are you eating this week? This week I went to my favourite restaurant in Glasgow. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. We're at 101 episode, guys. My memory's not that long. If I've talked about it before, you're just going to have to listen to me again. I'm talking about non-Viet, specifically uh-huh. non-Viet High, because there's now two non-Viet restaurants in Glasgow. There's one on Sucky Hill Street and there's one on Great Western Road. Non-Viet High is on Great Western Road. Uh, I love, 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 love non-Viet. I love their food. love the Vietnamese flavours. My husband took me on on Monday for another anniversary meal Maybe because he got drunk on our actual anniversary and felt bad about it. Oops. I wasn't bothered in the slightest, (laughs) but it also meant that I got 
uh, meal at Non Viet. So I'm willing to to go along Take with it. that. Yeah, that guilt trip. <laughs> if that's what sign I'm, me up. I'm going to get a Non Viet of it. So yeah, we had the char grilled squid mango salad. Mm-hmm. Fucking delicious. Uh, we had the barbecue beef summer rolls. We shared a seafood sizzling platter and we got the caramelized pork belly and egg. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Fucking delicious. Every single morsel of it. Sounds like a feast. It was. It was so good. I love it there. So if you're into Vietnamese food or you've never tried Vietnamese food or you've had bad Vietnamese food and you want to try good <laughs> Vietnamese food, Go to either non-Viet or non-Viet High in Glasgow. You will not be disappointed. What is your favorite thing on their menu? I really like the the char grilled mango squid salad because mm-hmm. the squid is really nice and tender. It's got that nice like charry like flavored. It's got seasons and stuff on it. And then the mango salad is just like so fresh with mm-hmm. it. It's just such a great combo. It comes with this kind of like mustardy dipping sauce, which I never use because I don't really like mustard. But if you like mustard, mustardy kind of flavours, then try it with the dipping sauce as well. Mm-hmm. That or their summer rolls. I'm a sucker for a summer roll. Um I just love and I love that's what I love about the Vietnamese cuisine. It's that fresh, kind of vibrant, mm-hmm. pungent flavours. I love it so much. Nice. Yeah. You'd hate it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> you're like, I'm not gonna there, eat any of those things. <laughs> It's, it sounds like it's really good for people who like that kind of food. Yeah, and it is. <laughs> if you like that kind of food, check it out. So I was saying to you before we started the podcast that the stress that I am feeling due to my bathroom renewal situation. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. is not very <laughs> Taurus vibes. And we're recording this in Taurus season. But by mm-hmm. the time you hear this... We'll be getting ready to jump into Gemini season. Mm-hmm. Gemini season, baby. I don't have any Gemini in my chart. Do you have any? Uh, I don't have any Gemini in my chart either. We are Gemini-less. Gemini-free. I feel like Gemini is not one of those signs that I have a really deep concept of. Uh, so this will be fun. We, ha- we have a, a friend... Mm-hmm. That we had brunch with at the yes. weekend, who is a Gemini. Uh, I think she's the only Gemini I know, and she hates being a Gemini, which is such a Gemini trait. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so every time I think of Gemini's, I think of her, and I like to send her astrology memes about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this sign is represented by the twins, so yes. I just always think duality, mm-hmm. polarity, like being able to hold two opposing ideas at once. Being having like two sides to your personality, mm-hmm. stuff like that is what always comes up for me when I think Gemini. And of course, it is a mutable sign, yeah. which makes perfect sense because mutable signs are all about change and shape shifting and things like that. And it's also an air sign ruled by Mercury, so mm-hmm. um, it's definitely very chatty. Mm-hmm. All about the communication. It like I get the sense that Gemini's th- kind of think a mile a minute mm-hmm. and want to tell you everything that's going on in their mind. I think for some Gemini's potentially, I think Gemini's always get the stereotype and the negative stereotype of being two faced because mm-hmm. they've got that, as you say, that duality about them. Um, that they 
again, kind of Mercury, good for communication, also good for travel. So uh, Gemini's quite often like to go places and do new things and have lots of options. The Gemini that we know does not like to be tied down and does not no. like to feel <laughs> <laughs> like they don't have any options. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> But yeah, they like to have lots of options. They like to be able to change their mind. They're not saying they're going to change their mind. They just mm-hmm. like the thought that they can if they want to. They want to have the freedom. Yeah, the freedom to have is probably the best choices. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And on the theme of duality, the tarot card for Gemini is the lovers, mm-hmm. which obviously is one of the few cards with two people yep. in them. So it's very much about you know, relationships and on the, on its surface, lovers can be about sexy time, but that's mm-hmm. more a like James Bond kind of reading of the yeah. lovers. Um, but it's also interestingly, this card is about commitment, mm-hmm. which seems like something that Geminis might not feel extremely comfortable with. I think like that is again, a bit of a stereotype and a, for some Geminis, that might be the case. I think a lot, it goes back to what you said, like having that freedom, like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the committing to the thing that's the issue, but it's mm-hmm. committing to something that you're not going to then have freedom to still do what you want to do. Like I think they can be very, very committed in relationships, committed in their careers, whatever it is that they're doing, like really, really, once they know what they want to do, they're they're doing it, but they still like to know that you know, even if I'm in a relationship, I'm still my own person and I still want to be able to go and do my own things. And like, they're not necessarily probably known for being like codependent and things Mm -hmm. like that. But yeah, want to be able to still go and do their own things and experience lots of different things. They don't necessarily want to be tied into a situation that feels limiting. And I think commitment, sometimes people always think commitment is limiting, but it's not not always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of course, the... The lovers is also about sort of vulnerability, being mm-hmm. able to trust in another person enough that you would like, you know, that that deep, deep love and, and commitment is about knowing that another person has the potential to hurt you, loving them enough and being vulnerable enough with them, showing them all of the mm-hmm. deepest parts of you and, and trusting them with your own vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think with the kind of like two phases of Gemini, that can be, or the kind of duality of Gemini, it can be hard for them to show that. Like they've got almost the face that faces the external world, Mm -hmm. and then they've got the other side that they find difficult to maybe turn that face or to let people see that side of themselves. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Geminis might only have a very few select people that they let sort of see like the real version of themselves? Yeah, potentially. I think in ter- I mean, I'm reading here, this is um, on the Cosmopolitan website, but it is an astrologer. And they're saying that Geminis are not known for being sentimental or emotional. Mm-hmm. I don't think any air signs are. Yeah, again, because they're air signs. <laughs> they like to have, you know, kind of discussions and debates and, you know, things like that with people but not necessarily when you start to get into the like but how do you feel about that they don't really mm-hmm. want to like yeah dive into i wonder that. if spock was a gemini yeah potentially 
He's got that, you know, the two sides to his personality is half Vulcan, he's half human. Mm -hmm. He's very, very interested in logic, feels very uncomfortable with emotions. Mm -hmm. Is he like the most extreme example of what a Gemini could be? (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't want to like share their emotions with people, pretends that they don't have any. (laughs) But he is really curious about things. Mm -hmm. You know, he's always like, he likes to investigate and learn new information and stuff like that as well. So maybe I finally figured out how to understand Gemini energy. Yeah, because I think they definitely are curious. Like they like to try new things. They like to go new places and do new things and have new experiences. Uh, I just don't think they really like to reflect on how that makes them feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to do the thing and not think about it rather yeah. than having to think all of the thoughts about and I'll feel all the feelings about whatever it is that they're they're talking about. And Gemini is in the third house of communication, mm-hmm. daily life, siblings and extended family. Which makes sense with it being, you know, an air sign, a communication mm-hmm. sign, a mutable sign as well in terms of in you know, family communication. Sometimes you need to be a little bit changeable depending mm-hmm. <laughs> on on who you're around and i suppose again that comes back to the those two faces of you've got a face for some people and a face you've got you know maybe your work persona and your home persona and your friends persona and you've got these kind of different identities i think with a a gemini there was maybe a, like a bit more pronounced rather than with some of the other signs that just tell you exactly how they feel about things <laughs> i looked up some famous gemini's and mm-hmm. Obviously, there's there's more than this, but the ones I wrote down all have a dual nature to their personality, with the exception of one person that I put on the list just for you, mm-hmm. Chris Evans. Yes. And I was going to say, I'm assuming it's the Captain America Chris Evans, not the British radio DJ Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're American, you probably don't even know there is another Chris Evans. But <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I had no idea. But other than other than him... And again, just you can just hold a picture of him in your mind for a few seconds. You're yes. welcome. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. who of course has like almost a literal alter ego of Norma Jean. Laverne Cox, who is a famous trans actress. Mm-hmm. Actual twins, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. Prince, who's very fluid. Mm-hmm. In many ways. Um, and Neil Patrick Harris, who is known in real life for being somebody who is like super friendly and genial, but didn't he play somebody on a TV show who was like a super asshole, like misogynist? Yeah, he's Barney and How I Met Your Mother. I've um, never seen that show. Yeah, so Barney is like the epitome straight white guy who like just lies to women to get them to have sex, like tries to sleep with as many women as possible, comes up with all these schemes to mm-hmm. sleep with them and stuff like that, which is hilarious if you, you like that, yeah. if you know Neil Patrick Neil Harris. Patrick Harris is America's gay best friend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and from what I gather from people who do know him personally, he's nothing like the character yeah. that he plays. <laughs> so there's definitely, you know, I felt like those people, again, really sort of epitomized that duality, that polarity that can exist in Gemini energy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if sometimes it can be quite exhausting to be a Gemini. Yeah, in terms of having to put on the different faces for different people. Do you think they know that they're putting on a different face? Or do you think they just sort of do it naturally, that they just 
like automatically present different ways in different situations? Do you think that comes to them quite fluidly or do you think they're doing it consciously? Obviously, this is different for individual yeah. people. I would say it's potentially a mix of both. Like, I, I think that there's the potential. Like, I'm thinking about the fact that I'm a Scorpio rising. Obviously, we're talking about Gemini's. But when you think about your rising sign, it's how you appear to other people. Mm-hmm. And you don't always realize that that's how you appear to other people. You don't realize the way you're acting and how people are perceiving that. So I wonder with Gemini's if it's a bit like that sometimes that they don't really realize that they're not letting people in. But then potentially could be quite in terms of emotional vulnerability and stuff like that, could be deliberately keeping parts of themselves away sometimes as well, depending on who it is that they're with, how safe they feel in the the situation, how well they know the person of that sort of thing. So I think it could potentially be be a bit of both. Mm-hmm. We need to start inviting people with these star signs onto the podcast and just being like, what is it like to be you? Tell yeah, me. totally. What is it like to live <laughs> in <it>. there? <laughs> mm-hmm. and, but of course, you know, as we've mentioned, Gemini energy can show up anywhere yeah. in your chart. So some people might really strongly identify with their sun sign and some people don't. So it would be interesting to, to have somebody on. I'm surprised that neither of us have any Gemini placements, but I guess yeah. it's not a very large population sampling to people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just having a wee look to see what it says if you're like a Gemini moon sign and a, and a rising sign. Because um, I know Chani Nicholas kind of use your sun sign and your rising sign are the two main Mm-hmm. Signs she really she, focuses more on your rising sign. Yeah, your rising sign. And again, because your moon is about your emotions and um, kind of how you interact with the world in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's saying here that if the moon was part in the sign of Gemini at your exact moment of birth, your inner world is attuned to the vibrations of the planet Mercury, Gemini's ruling planet. This means that you process emotions through an intellectual lens. You need to talk and sometimes even write about your feelings. Words and communication in general are one of your superpowers. You are born to feel your way around this world through mental interactions. I wonder what it would be like to have a Gemini therapist. <laughs> have you tried journaling? yeah um so yeah they're they're kind of again it's that rather than kind of emotionally processing your emotions you're mentally processing them and you're Mm -hmm. analyzing them and and going through it that way rather than necessarily just feeling the feelings if Mm -hmm. that makes sense and in terms of gemini rising it says gemini is one of the most dynamic and inviting rising signs a person can have as a mutable sign Gemini Risings have the ability to change their appearance, attitude and aptitude to best adapt to those around them. As an, and as an air sign, Gemini Risings are naturally intellectual and quick-witted. Leading with a curious and excitable front, Gemini Risings have the gift of the gap and will talk your ear off if you let them. So again, that, that mutableness, that duality allows them to get along with a lot of different people. And present- yeah, yeah, that makes total sense because they would... They would be able to adapt themselves to whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of person that is going to make you feel the most comfortable is who yeah. they they would become. Mm-hmm. That must come in handy. Yeah. And I suppose depending on your job, maybe if you're in like a customer service type job, mm-hmm. that would be really, really helpful because like that you're able to adapt to the needs of the person that you're dealing with. Hotel concierge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anything really where you're going to have to deal with other people. 
uh, sales probably if they're saying that they're really kind of you know charming and, and mm-hmm. inviting like they could probably talk you into yep. buying they'll know exactly what to say to make you feel like you really need the thing and they'll just make it seem like it's going to be the perfect thing to change your life yeah and then before you know it you've parted with thousands of dollars <laughs> for a thing that you probably didn't need <laughs> Yeah, so I suppose that, like, you know, they get that negative reputation of being two-faced and, you know, not being the same person around different people, but actually that can be a strength in some ways as well when they're able to change and adapt. They're very adaptable in that way to to fit Mm -hmm. situations. Some people might see it as deceitful, but... People can have lots of different facets to them, I don't Mm -hmm. think, because you act differently with your colleagues than you do with your family, that you're being deceitful or disingenuous. You're just showing a different side of yourself. But I think people can get that idea that it's disingenuous and you're not not being who you say you are or whatever if you're not acting exactly the same with everybody. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't have any Gemini placements like us, you can still work with the Gemini energy that'll be Mm -hmm. happening for the next four weeks. Um, I think this would be a good opportunity to explore some of your own duality or Mm -hmm. to look at things from a different point of view. So if you've been having a sticking point with someone in your life, whether that's, you know, a personal relationship or, you know, a work situation or something like that, like let Gemini energy help you to see the other side of it Mm -hmm. or to even see the other side of yourself. Like what are the facets of your personality that maybe you wish you could show to more people? and let Gemini energy mm-hmm. encourage you to set those free and experiment with trying to be more fully yourself rather than keeping bits of you hidden because you feel like you have to only be one way in the world. Yeah, I think as well, like that uh, idea of being adaptable of, you know, maybe just taking that Gemini energy and using it to adapt to maybe if there's any changes that are going on in your life, if there's anything that's happening that's maybe not ideal the way that you would want it to be, how can you cultivate that kind of adaptable, mutable energy to be able to, you know, go with the flow as much as you you possibly can and adapt to the situation as you need to in that moment. Mm -hmm. And this is a season to bring logic and intellectual curiosity into Mm -hmm. your life as well. You know, that is something that, even though I don't have a lot of air in my chart, something that comes naturally to me. Mm -hmm. And it's it's more the the feelings that I struggle with. But Mm -hmm. if you are a person who is really, really comfortable in your feelings and you don't like to really like overthink things, not that you should ever overthink things, but like maybe this is a time where you can get a little bit curious about maybe the psychology behind some of your bad habits or Mm -hmm. things like that yeah i mean people don't necessarily think of like may june time as the time to be doing shadow work but maybe there's never a wrong time to do shadow work if you there is not yeah and maybe this time Maybe you find shadow work difficult because it can be quite emotional. We've talked about the peeling of the onion and crying all the tears. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is the time to use that Gemini intellectual energy, as you were saying, to maybe remove yourself from it mm-hmm. a little bit and look yeah. at it from an intellectual perspective, from a kind of removed, detached perspective to be able to kind of go, oh, actually, now that I've written that down, 
or said that out loud or whatever it is, these things are coming to me and that's starting to make sense rather than being in that that really emotional position where you can't reach those kind of deeper depths because it's just it's just too emotional for you. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe using that that kind of emotional detachment to be able to to dive a little bit deeper. Yeah, totally. Or even just to like go and read up about different types of therapeutic practices that you mm-hmm. might be able to access or um, somatic practices like breathwork and things like that that might help you from a more scientific basis to deal with your stress and your emotions and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Just get curious about how you can make your life better and, you know, go to the library or Google some shit. Yeah, and even if it's not in terms of personal development, shadow work type personal development, learn a new skill, do a Mm -hmm. new, like, try a new thing, take up crochet. Yeah, and if you're ever like, I'm not the type of person that does that, so I would feel silly trying this thing, even though I have a secret desire to do it, let that mutable Gemini energy come Mm -hmm. out and try a new thing that is maybe not, quote, you. Yeah, have you ever wanted to write poetry but you feel like it's stupid? Do it in Gemini season. Have you ever wanted to learn to play the guitar? Do it in Gemini season. Have you ever wanted to go somewhere really cool? Maybe book it in Gemini season when you've got that fuck it, let's do it energy going on. (laughs) Like, why not energy going on? Use it to your advantage. Use it to, like, just learn new things. Do things that, that light you up. Bring some of that fun kind of Gemini because I think as well that that's a trait of being a Gemini is they are quite fun they're quite Mm -hmm. like fun loving they're up for having a laugh um they're usually again because they're a mutable sign and not a fixed sign like me they don't mind last minute plans so if you're just Mm -hmm. like what are you doing I'm gonna be near your house today do you want to do a thing they're usually like yeah I'm not doing anything let's do it (laughs) and whereas I'm like I need at least 48 hours to prepare (laughs) mentally to engage with anybody else yeah, so they, they are a fun, loving sign. So just like, just get some of that energy in your life and go go do something fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I thought of something else and then I forgot. <laughs> Story of my life. What else? Anything else we want to say about Gemini season? Not really. It's harder because we don't have any Gemini placements. Usually we would talk about, yeah, uh-huh. where, our, where our Gemini our presence is. It's, it's literally only Gemini and Libra that I don't have anything in. Every other house. I've I'm sure something. I have something in Libra, so. Yeah, I've got something in every other house. But no Geminis. That's fine. The world needs different gifts from different people. It absolutely does. The Geminis that I know in my life are super awesome. You've already said you only know one. I know more than one. But <laughs> I, I, the one, the person that I'm closest to who is a Gemini that I always ought to, that, you know, we've talked about this before we were talking uh-huh. about astrology. There's always one person per sign yep. that makes you think of that specific sign. And it could be like an ex-partner or <laughs> a childhood best friend or something. When I think of Geminis, I think of this person. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just the Gemini in my life. I do know other people who are yeah. Geminis. This person um, is super awesome though. So yeah, the theory holds. Absolutely. Yeah. And other Geminis that I've known in my life have also been super awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they get a bad rap for being two-faced, but Geminis are still super awesome what is making you feel super awesome this week renee i bet you're not feeling super awesome after i screwed up your amazing segue yet again (laughs) how dare you (laughs) (laughs) you can't have an aside in the middle of the segue it's all my fault (laughs) so in our timeline it was recently beltane 
Mm-hmm. Um, I had a Beltane ritual as part of my Witchcraft Academy. It was beautiful, lovely, so, so nice. We did a honey jar spell, and uh, my honey is still infusing. I can't wait to, like, strain out the herbs and stuff and see what it tastes like and start bringing that energy into my body. But I also finished my cross-quarter spell jars with this Sabbath. How exciting. So this is something that we actually all started together mm-hmm. at Lunasaw. I bought everybody these cute little, like, long test tube sort of looking spice jar things, and they come in this cute little wooden holder. I got them mm-hmm. at Flying Tiger, which is my favorite store. Yep. And I was like, we're going to do so many things with these. And so for each cross-quarter day, basically made a spell jar with different colors and correspondences to go with that season and i finished the last one now i have a complete set and they're so beautiful i love them so much they're just super cute they're in a little like cubby shelf thing right as you come into my house Mm -hmm. so i see them all the time when i'm putting my coat on because it's may and we still have to wear a coat because it's fucking freezing but yeah i was just i was just so pleased with them when they were finally done Oh, that's so cute. I love them. I've got two of mine, I think. I need to do the other two. I'll need to wait till next year. (laughs) The cross-quarter days to come back on around. Uh, But that's super fun. I love a little spell jar. They're super easy. I've got the little spell jar that we made at the last Witchcraft Academy event that I was at sitting on my desk. For a star. Yeah, love a little little spell jar. Yeah. They're just a nice visual reminder as well. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have the, you don't get the energy from them. There's a, a nice little visual reminder yeah. of the the intention that you set. I posted a picture in my Instagram story, and a couple people asked me about like what was in them or what the themes were and stuff like that. I literally just for everyone went on Pinterest and looked up insert Sabbat correspondences, and then yep. I went around my kitchen and I found all of the stuff <laughs> that you <laughs> that I have yeah. already. That went with that and put it in there. For the ones that we did together, I bought some stuff because I wanted to make it a little bit special for you guys. But yeah, I just put in random stuff. Now, I do have a lot of whole spices and dried herbs already in my house because I'm also a kitchen witch and I cook a lot. But, you know, you don't have to buy stuff to make a spell jar. No, just use the stuff that you have around the house. You can forage for stuff as well at different times of the year dandelions are in bloom right now Mm. they're always good for a spell jar i saw a really cool idea this is a total aside on instagram the other day where you like get a pillar candle Mm -hmm. and then you press some flowers and then you get a little tea light and you light the tea light until the wax melts and then you put the flowers on the pillar candle and you paint the wax over oh the flower so it sticks to the candle and it looks like it's inside the candle and i was Mm -hmm. like that's a super fucking easy way to make a really nice floral candle. Mm-hmm. I would 100% fuck that up. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> you don't know how bad I am at crafting. We made those wreaths, remember? They mm-hmm. all turned out great. Mm. Yours did. <laughs> so did yours. <laughs> Mine was fine. It would be fine. But I'm definitely the kind of person who, when it comes to crafting, like, I'll just... Either not have it or mm-hmm. pay a professional. Yeah. 
It depends on the craft. I'm also the type of person who thinks, yeah, I could do that, and then buys all the stuff and goes, mm, I don't want to do that. But also cook a lot of things from scratch that other people would go to the store and buy. So, like, yeah. I like making things that bring me happiness, and I don't like making things that stress me out. Yeah, make the things that bring you joy, man. Like, don't fucking worry about – if you're not a baker, don't worry about baking cakes for Sabbaths if you're not interested in baking cakes for Sabbaths. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to make a wreath, do that. Don't tie yourself into doing anything that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in case anyone was in suspense, the lemon and ginger bars were a hit. Oh, I love lemon and ginger bars. Um, I'm gutted that I was out celebrating my anniversary and not <laughs> – Eating lemon and ginger bars. What a stupid waste of time. You totally should have dumped your husband and come to my thing. I know. (laughs) We did have fun, though. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's actually my what's making me awesome. Well, (laughs) let's do it. What's making you feel awesome this week? So on Beltane, or the day before Beltane, as my wedding anniversary, we got married on Beltane Eve two years ago now, which simultaneously feels like how the hell is it? been two years that's gone by so quickly and also i feel like i've been married for 15 years at this Mm -hmm. point in time in a good way but time is an illusion Mm -hmm. friends so yeah we decided that we wanted to go out for our anniversary do something nice but we wanted to do something like different from just going and sitting in a pub and having some drinks and then going home and also because we're getting old now we also didn't want to be out like super late at night amen yeah so And, you know, we've got to be home for the dog and all that. She's a great (laughs) excuse. So what we decided to do was we decided to do a little activity. And we went to Jungle Rumble in Glasgow, which is an indoor mini golf experience, which was really fun. I thought the courses were going to be harder, but they were still fun. Uh, And it was just really nice to do something different for a change rather than just going and having a drink and then having food and then coming home Mm -hmm. to actually, like, do an activity. Because... Well, you've been with your husband longer than I've been with my husband. Not that it gets boring, because I love him so much, but you're talking about the same things in the pub that you would talk about at home, just Mm -hmm. spending money to be in the pub. So it was nice to go out and do another activity where we could just like have a laugh and have a good time. They do cocktails and drinks in the place. The drinks are actually really reasonably priced. Nice. Because I got a cocktail and a Jack Daniels and Coke from my husband. It was only £11. 50 or 60 or something and i was like considering the cocktail was like seven pounds mm-hmm. or eight pounds that's cheap as fuck yeah so yeah you can take kids as well like it's not just for for over 18s there's two different floors the one downstairs is all black lit so it glows in the dark and stuff like that which mm-hmm. is really fun um so yeah it was just a, a fun fun little activity for us to go and do for our anniversary that's so cute Yeah, we had a good time. Then we came home. We were home by quarter past nine and in our matching hoodies with the dog. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, the best anniversary you could ask for. Amazing. That sounds way better than eating lemon bars. Yes, I'll say that then. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Well, make sure Brian doesn't hear that part. (laughs) He's definitely better than a lemon bar. I would pick him over a lemon bar. Well, kids, if you have thoughts on Gemini season, if you are a Gemini and you want to give us a first-hand experience. Yeah, if you've listened to this and gone, y'all are full of shit. That's <laughs> not what it's like to be a Gemini. Please do send us your comments. And We could definitely be wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah, send us an email. We're at awesomeon20 at gmail.com. Come hang out with us on Instagram. I'm at Renee underscore awesomeon20. I'm at Louise underscore awesomeon20. We have three people in the Coven of Awesomeness Facebook group now, so I have to actually start putting content into the Facebook group. Are we two of those three people, or is it three no, people? No, three additional us? people. <gasps> oh, we can start doing episode threads. I'm so oh, excited. I posted one today. What? So before you know it, by the time you hear this, the Facebook group's going to be huge. Popping off. Oh We're going to be at Facebook Famous. <laughs> is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. There are some people who have really fucking massive Facebook groups. Oh, I know. Like, it's, it's still insane. a thing. Yeah. So please join us on Facebook. Um, I promise I'll hang out there. What is the name of the Facebook group? The Coven of Awesomeness. Okay. So look for the Coven of Awesomeness. Open to on... international members. Yes. Worldwide. International, intergalactic, whatever you're from. If you've got a Facebook, <laughs> hit us up at Coven of Awesomeness on Facebook. I'd love to meet an alien. If an alien, <laughs> if an alien subscribed to this, I've broken Renee. <laughs> If an alien subscribed to this podcast, I'd be so fucking happy. <laughs> that would be wild. That's how you know you've made it when the Martians are listening. Oh my god. <laughs> there will also be show notes for this episode with links to everything that we talked about. Check it out at awesomeon20.com slash episode 101. And while you're there, get the recipe for Belgian waffles, baby. Oh my god, I love a Belgian waffle. Make yourself a little brunch feast. I came to your house and made Belgian waffles once. Yes, this was when I moved into my new house, which is now not new because I've been here for seven years, and I invited everyone around, and Renee cooked the food uh, <laughs> in my kitchen, which she also insulted, but I wasn't offended because it's a shithole. <laughs> it's a shithole. I hate it so much, but uh, yeah, we had Belgian waffles. And yeah, there wasn't maker. any place to put the waffle maker. No. I was like, where am I going to make these waffles? You have no counter space. Counter space is a huge pet peeve. I'm sorry, I'm so off track. It's alright, I talked about aliens. It's fine. <laughs> In our timeline, we'll be picking the next book club book tomorrow. Oh, I'm so excited. I cannot wait to talk about our current book. The May book will also be awesome. Don't know what it is yet. You know what it is because it's been announced on Instagram. Yes. Speaking of Gemini season, you can come to my Gemini season online workshop for the Witchcraft Academy. It's all about connecting to your higher self. We all have duality within us. We have mm -hmm. our normal everyday trying to just trying to get through life selves and then we have our higher self who's so looking down on us with scorn <laughs> how dare you yeah what the fuck are you doing <laughs> so come along and get some tips and tricks for connecting to your higher self i'll put a link in the show notes for that as well that is super exciting if you thought this was an awesome podcast episode let your higher self Leave us a positive review and a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. Yeah, your higher self thinks that this is a five-star podcast, and it's correct, it is a five-star podcast, so you should give us five stars on your favorite podcast app. Write us a review, then take a screenshot of said review and send it to us, because we don't get notifications if people write reviews and sometimes they get lost, and we want to read them and we want to know what you think, and we'll read them out on this very, this very podcast. But you need to tell us about it, so please do screenshot as your review and send it over. If you want to be super awesome, even more awesome, than I know you already are, 
you can subscribe and follow us on Patreon. We're at patreon.com forward slash awesome on 20. Yeah, we are. Guess who else is hanging out with us on Patreon? Who's hanging out with us on Patreon? We have a new Patreon patron this week. It's oh my our God. first. I'm okay. I'm making an assumption based yes. on this person's name. I do not actually know their preferred gender, but shout out to Jeff, who may or may not be our first guy in the coven. Oh my goodness. That's so exciting. We want our coven to be open and inclusive and welcoming to anybody who wants to be part of it. Welcome to the coven, Jeff. We are freaking thrilled to have you. Boop, 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 boop. There's your little fanfare, because I forgot to do it when Renee first said your name. <laughs> and no, it's not my husband, in case anybody has been keeping track. Yeah, I actually asked Renee this when she said about the Patreon to me earlier. I was like, is it your husband, by any chance? Also, if it is, what has taken him so long to start supporting us on Patreon? I just tell him to give me money when I need money. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> we are super excited to have you in the community. Thank you so, so much. You fucking rock. Yeah, you're totally fucking awesome. If you want to be super fucking awesome like Jeff is, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash awesome120, where for as little as one pound a month, you will be, I was about to say, indoctrinated. <laughs> mm. The word I was looking for is inducted. But you can also be indoctrinated Maybe. into the ICOA, the International Coven of Awesomeness. Look, if you're going to be indoctrinated by someone, it should be us. Yeah, because we're super fucking cool. Yeah. And you might get to meet an alien one mm-hmm. day. <laughs> yeah, you'll be inducted into the ICOA, the International Coven of Awesomeness. You can join our Instagram group chat if you want to. And it's always popping off there. People are so great. This week we had somebody who was looking for some advice for some, you know, tough times they were going through. The group were super supportive, sharing advice, sharing tips, all sorts of things. We share memes. We laugh at each other. It's just an all round good time in the ICOA, ICOA group chat on Instagram. So join that. And then if you want to be even more awesome, you can subscribe at one of the higher tiers on Patreon. You get things like ad free recipes, Patreon exclusive recipes, moon journal prompts, spells, rituals. You get bonus video content. You can join the book club. You get money off Renee's Sagittarian Tarot and Coaching services. You get first access to the Witchcraft Academy event. So if you want to go to that Gemini season workshop, you need to sign up for Patreon to get first access. Uh, there are so many wonderful benefits to being in our Patreon group. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Join us at patreon.com forward slash awesome120. We'll see you on Facebook. We'll see you on Instagram. We'll see you on Patreon. We'll see you in all the places. We'll just hang out all the time. We'll show all the facets of our personality. Yep. And we'll be we'll just be different people every day if we want to. Yeah, we you can be whoever you want to be within the coven of awesomeness as long as it's not a fucking asshole. So we're witches and we do what we want. We do what we want, but we're not dickheads. No. So be nice and other than that, do whatever you want. <laughs> I think they should change the Wiccan read to... Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. The rest is up to you. <laughs> that's that's the Coven of Awesomeness mm-hmm. rules of engagement. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Play nice with all the kids. And yeah. And that's yeah. That's it really. And that. <laughs> is, is it really. We've lost the plot. I think it's time to go. Yeah. We're uh, 
spiraling (laughs) out of control (laughs) we're totally (laughs) professionals we know what we're doing yes nothing to see here kids move along but come back next week Uh uh-huh and we will see you then yeah i hope by then you have a perfectly functional bathroom same absolutely same i hope (laughs) i do too but it's fine It's all fine. I'm like, have you ever seen that cartoon of the dog that's in the cafe and the cafe's on fire? Mm -hmm. And the dog's like, this is fine. That's me. It is. It's fine. It is fine. You're fine. It is. Yeah. I'm not on fire yet. So it's fine. It's all good. You're totally fine. fine. There's time for the fire to go. Take some deep breaths. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.